welcome to the 10th episode on Share Little Happiness. Today is the second Christmas special. I did say that we will be doing two Christmas specials, but I will be actually doing three. Today is the second, and I am joined by my sister, Annika. Today, I will be doing a Christmas special. My sister and I recently went to Disney World, so some of this should hopefully be fresh in our mind. Oh, sorry. Disney Christmas special. I said that wrong. Um, uh, so, yeah, we went to Disney recently, so hopefully some of these should um, yeah, be fresh in her mind. And remember, I have an email now. You can send me some new questions that you would want me to ask or episode topics. You can send those to share to all you see at gmail.com. No caps, no spaces. Now, let's begin. Annika, tell us a little bit about yourself. Thanks, Kiro. First of all, I just want to say thank you so much for letting me be on your podcast. I've been listening since your first few, and I am really excited to now be a part of it. Um, a little bit about myself. Well, the, the stereotypical answer of that that I tell to a lot of people just who don't know me from scratch. Um, first thing is that I am an artist. Um, I've actually decided to make that my major. I'm studying at BYU as an illustrator. And with that, I plan to, well, I actually have my own business. It's called Paper and Rue. And, you know, I just do commission artwork. People um, come to me with the craziest different things. I've, I've um, done drawings for people of, of a couple for their anniversary. I've um, just recently, actually last week, did a live painting at a wedding. Um, working digitally now. I've made a book for somebody. Well, the illustrations for a book. <laughs> and a few of those other things. So that's kind of the biggest thing about me um, with that. But beyond that, I am a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Um, I love Jesus Christ. I am a sister to Kale. I love my family. I'm an actress. I love theater. And of course, I very much love Disney so much. I love um, going to the parks. I love the movies, I love the music, but most of all, I think I love the magic that is tied to that. Yeah, so, um, if, so, you remember, another, I have a cousin, Isaac, he's in the Disney Pals episode, um, he has a podcast, and we talked about how Disney isn't all about the rides, it's definitely not all about the rides, it's about, more about the experience, but lately during COVID, when COVID first started, you know, Disney shut down, which is crazy because Disney has only shut down, what, once before that? The parks closed once before that, so that's that was a big deal. But they came back and they didn't have any shows, no parades, no, no really, just the rides. And you had to wear masks everywhere. It just didn't feel the same as Disney. But lately, since we, me and my sister went like three weeks ago to Disney World, it was a lot better. You didn't have to wear masks outside. There were shows going on. Um, per some a parade. Parades started happening. You know, shows. There were shows, new shows for the fiftieth anniversary. Um, and they came out with a new parade for Disney um, for Christmas, uh, like a week ago or two weeks ago or something like that. But we weren't able to see it. We left, like, right before it happened or started up. So, yeah. Anything else? No, that's everything. Pretty much covered it. 
All right. So that's everything you need to know about me. Now, now you know exactly who I am. Draw <laughs> Disney. She theater. Theater. Church. Church. Family. Yeah. Family. <laughs> that's that. Yeah. It's pretty good, well-rounded. Um. Okay. Let's now begin talk time. Sweet. So, like I said, it's a Christmas slash Disney. Um, special. Special. So, if you want to answer some of the, um, Christmas questions with uh, Disney, I mean, none of these really go with Disney, so. But, the first question I have for you today is your favorite hot chocolate flavor. Okay, this is actually a really cool question. I didn't know I was going to be asked this, and I actually have a different answer than most people. I really like white chocolate hot chocolate and that's interesting because white chocolate like just the actual chocolate itself not my favorite but it is so good in hot chocolate and can I give um, our listeners a little bit of a tip that I always say is my secret ingredient that I'm not going to share with the whole world all right I add just a little bit of vanilla in it and I used to do vanilla and powdered sugar inside of hot chocolate and that's what made it just so creamy this can be for any kind of chocolate hot chocolate so creamy so good everyone was always like how why is your hot chocolate so good i was like powder sugar and vanilla baby that's the way to do it so now you all know secrets (laughs) out all right so white chocolate Mm -hmm. with vanilla yep and maybe some powdered sugar Mm -hmm. that sounds actually really good (laughs) (laughs) um what's the hot chocolate flavor that you have most often just normal milk chocolate mm, yeah and i mean like what's your favorite thing to put into them like um i told you vanilla powder sugar most people do like whipped cream marshmallows candy canes but yeah those two things make yeah, it so actually good. my mom um just got these cool candy cane spoons for hot chocolate which i was like i didn't even know those existed but you you don't need to put a candy cane in it or get con candy cane. You can just have a candy cane spoon to dip your into your hot chocolate. Pretty drink convenient. From. Yep. All right. The second question I have for you is a Disney question, and that question is your favorite Disney park. Park meaning um, Disneyland, uh, California Adventure. Those are both you know in California, um, or any of the. Other parks, anything. World. Well, yeah, the kingdoms in Disney World, even Paris, because you've been to Paris, yeah, the Paris Disney. I'm spoiled. So, <laughs> I did love, yeah, I did love Disneyland Paris. That was super exciting, especially because in Disneyland, um, Tower of Terror was no longer a thing, and in Disney World, it's a different ride. So, in Paris, it was the exact same. So that was very refreshing. I also loved it because they went back and forth. You know, when when the rides, there's um, animatronics or just things over the speakers that talk and would go from French to to um, English and that was always cool to hear the difference there but if I had to choose a favorite park that is a good question Kale because it's always been like I always just want to go for the classic and I think it's probably what I would still choose which is Disneyland at the Disneyland Resort um, that's just I know my way around that park the most so I feel like I can make um, the most of my time yeah. there We've, fast passes and stuff. we've gone to Disneyland a lot, so and we I've don't, we don't, more than we, you. <laughs> well, yeah, that's, that's true. Um, um, but I have to say, I really enjoyed Epcot this last time. Okay, so why I think you enjoyed Epcot is they had a new show, first yes, of all. they did. Their night show, and this, 
what was it called? I don't remember. I don't know if we ever even caught the name of it. It's like, it's on the huge lake. Yeah, it's like World Showcase something, but I'm obviously the World Showcase is just all those countries. So. But especially with that show is, you know, you have like Mulan and stuff from all those. So they showcase those, but they sung in their native language mm-hmm. there. So for Mulan, they sung in Chinese. And for all the others, like... Yeah. Bell and stuff, they sung in French. Well, that was the other cool thing, Kale, is that they did it by language. And so you had just movies we don't always think of. You had Beauty and the Beast with Hunchback of Notre Dame and uh, well, there was one more French one. But it was just cool that they were all together. And then, yes, singing in their native language, I was like, oh my gosh, this is something you don't see every day. I had Moana, you know, and they got a ton of ethnicity now, with especially some of their new movies that are coming out with Raya and the Last Dragon and and um, Conte is coming out next, um, right? That's yes, the that's. I don't think that's the name of it though, but I can't remember what's the name I'm of it. Pretty sure. Anyway, whatever Something. it is, I know it's supposed to me. But what are the other reasons that you liked Epcot so much? Because you know, Epcot for kids isn't um, very you know interesting. It's called in. Encanto, by the way, which is what I thought, but I had double check. So I'm sorry about that. You were super close, super close. Okay, okay. Um, why is it not awesome for kids? Is that what you asked? Well, no, I mean, like, why did you like it so much this time? Yeah, so Epcot definitely, you know, there's less rides, and that's why, you know, those little littles, they don't love love the land. They want to go see the princesses, and they want to enjoy the fireworks, which Epcot does have. But um, there's more of those characters and more of those things that they can recognize with their the movies that they've seen and things like that. Um, but Epcot is, I think it is kind of a, a kingdom that is made for people who will appreciate the world a little bit more. When Walt made Epcot, it, the original idea was to make a perfect community. community. Yeah, in fact, for those who don't know, Epcot stands for, help me out here, Kale. Okay. <laughs> Shoot, I shouldn't have gotten us in this chat. Oh. I don't remember the... Oh, um... E stands... It's the E that I don't remember, but it's... I got the rest of it. Hold on. Now I have to look it up. <laughs> um, but while she's looking that up, so... During when we went to Epcot, it was Christmas, the 50th, it, and it was the Food and Wine Festival. So that was... It was so Super cool. cool. And it's cool because in... The last time I'd gone in spring... It was in spring, and they had um, they had all the plants out that are carved in as characters, and that was cool too. But I'd never been during the Food and Wine Festival. It stands for Experimental. That was the E I couldn't remember. But experimental Prototype Community of Tomorrow. So Walt was wanting to, like like Kale said, make this perfect community. He passed away before it was finished, so they actually did something fairly different. But the whole first part of it helps us be able to see that how how it could have been a great community, but going into the World Showcase, honestly, I think is a way that we can um, improve our community by understanding other cultures and seeing how they thrived. And it's just so cool to be able to go from Morocco to Canada to Japan in five minutes. Yeah, exactly. And just, and it's, you know, it's not the actual country, but like I've been to Italy, I've been to some of these countries that have been, that I'm like, you know what, going to Italy here, going to France here, it's kind of what it feels like. It, yeah, they really... Disney is super good at their uh, environment and making you feel like you're actually there and transported to the moment. So, especially with these lands, they put a really big effort into making mm-hmm. it actually look like the place. They do such a good job. And you know what? I think this time around, too, with the food, that just added a whole nother level. 
you know, the baguette. <laughs> Dad. Oh. It was on his wish list, you know, for months. He's like, I just have to get a baguette in France. Okay, so for people who are going to Disney World, if you're going anytime soon, go to France. You go to the, like, you just keep on walking. You go all the way very back. And they have a $3 baguette. Mm-hmm. And it's huge. It's and a like, lot of other pastries. It's their pastry shop. It's their pastry shop. So, so yeah, amazing. it's so good. You can get sandwiches, whatever you want. But point is, just their food definitely added as well. I was like, I have had French um, pastries. And I've had baguettes and stuff in France. And this tastes just like that. It's so different from getting the baguettes that you find at Walmart, you know? Obviously. <laughs> Obviously. Obviously. That makes sense. But... But yeah, it was just cool. It just definitely, like Kiel said, transported you there. And I think that's why I loved Epcot. And you know what? They still had rides that were super great. Um, didn't love waiting in Frozen for an hour and a half because of the, the lightning wing. But it was still good. Like, they have Ratatouille there now. Ratatouille's the new ride. Yeah, that Ratatouille one, was fun. Okay, that was cool. Because I'm like, most people are experiencing this for the first time. My mom and I had been to Disneyland Paris, which Ratatouille was already there uh, a few years back. And so we knew what it was like, but it was cool to have been on a ride that my brother and my dad haven't been on because, like, they'd all been to Star Wars and I hadn't been on that. And all these Rise other, of the and Pandora, yeah. And so all these things that I'm like, oh, I'm the one experiencing it for the first time. So that was cool to be like, okay, my turn to get to watch you guys um, <laughs> enjoy it for the first time. So that was pretty cool. All right. Thank you. So I know we could talk about that all day. I know, I know, <laughs> we definitely could. Um, but if you, you guys, if you're gonna go to Epcot, go during the wine fence, wine and oh food festival. Wine yeah. and food festival. It is so good. You can go to these little campout tents and stuff. Um, so you know how they have like ten lands, maybe ten places around the world. Well, they have these little tents, tents, and they have like food from other places that they don't normally show so and you can go there and they're like five dollars and they're little pastries so that's kind of cool um but the third question i have for you today is your favorite christmas tradition well that is a good question kale what is my favorite christmas tradition um honestly (laughs) just like all of christmas eve we it somehow made it work. I know it can be really hard when, like, families, you know, when you get married and you have all these different family traditions, what are you going to keep? But when my mom and dad got married, my dad, they celebrated Christmas Day, and my mom celebrated Christmas Eve. And so that was really nice. Yeah, that's um, cool. Because we were just not, didn't have a problem with that. But on Christmas Eve, we actually have Mexican food, which, Kayla, I don't know if you know, that's not normal. Normally, you know, your Christmas dinner is a turkey again, which we just barely had Thanksgiving dinner. And I'm like, I don't know if I could do two Thanksgiving dinners so close together. I, turkey is okay. It's, (laughs) it's dry. Okay. It's, it's dry. So we usually have ham along with our turkey. That is true. And that always also makes it better. But yeah, just Christmas, you know, switching that up completely. And the reasoning behind that is so many of my mother's siblings and um, grandparents have had experiences with um, Spanish culture from just all different kinds of, you know, from Spain, from Mexico, um, from Chile. They've all, you know, they've served their missions there. They actually had a family. I don't remember which country but a Spanish-speaking family, come and live with them for a while. And so they just love, you know, the Spanish culture, and so we have a lot of Mexican food because of that. And it's it's, and it's cool. So it's cool. We do tacos. <laughs> uh-huh. We do tacos for Christmas. And a bunch of other stuff. Just homemade guac, all that stuff. But yep. then um, 
also the nativity. That is also part of our Christmas Eve tradition. <laughs> yeah. And we, we have fun with it. You know, it's a good old nativity. But then my, my cousin Sophia and I um, have been, you know, a double-headed donkey and a camel and all that stuff. So, <laughs> you know, we just have fun. It's you a good a time. Double-headed, double-headed donkey. donkey. Oh my god. We gosh. both wanted to be the donkey, so we're like, well, that's what we're doing. <laughs> so all right. Fun. Okay, this is another Disney question for the fourth one. Your fourth I have for you today is your favorite Disney character. Why do you ask such hard questions, Kale? Right now, I'm just gonna say Peter Pan. Um, I just watched that again recently as a 22 year old. You know, that's what I do. My spare time. She she loves she loves Peter Pan. But I've always she loved Peter. It. He's he. I just love him. I love that whole story. It's just simple. It's pure. He's pure. I love that about him. But he's also just so adventurous and cute. I just had a crush on him growing up, and now that and, he's younger than and me. And guess what? When she fine. had a crush on him, she um, we were at Disneyland, and she was able we were we were watching the parade and she was like Peter Peter and Peter looked straight at her and waved at her and did she blow you a kiss? Uh-huh. He blowed her a kiss and she was so my heart melted happy. <laughs> she was cry. so happy that she did that. Her dream uh, came true. This is the best thing. It's so good. It's the best. So yeah that's mine. Alright. Uh the fifth question I have for you, this is another hard one. It can be a recent one. It doesn't really matter. But what is your favorite present that you've gotten for Christmas? This is an important question. This is what I said in the last with Spencer. Um, this is an important question. She, she's got to think about this for a second. <laughs> yeah, I. that is a good question because I've, you know, received... I've just been so blessed in my life. And I feel like the presents I've received... Um, have not necessarily, like, the best gifts I've received has been that family time, and I know that's so cliche to say, but I know you're looking for an actual present, so I'm trying to think. Um, I, I think, oh, nothing's really coming to mind right now. <laughs> She's, um, okay, how about let's have it be in the last few years. What's right. your favorite no, bit? I don't know. Um, well, okay, actually, now that you say that, now I'm thinking of one when I was three years old, so that's funny. Um, <laughs> okay, well, then do that okay, one. I'll do that one real quick. My, I got, I wanted a castle when I was three years old. <laughs> so, I got a castle. It's this blow-up thing that literally is, like, 12 feet tall, 12 feet wide, all pink and purple, swirly ivy up the side, and that was just, that was hilarious. So, that, that was a good present. We don't still have that, do no, we? No, we do not. Um... Yeah, so I'll actually go with that one. There's a few others that are definitely more sentimental and help me just every time I wear a piece of jewelry or I think of a certain gift, I think of the person who gave it to me um, and the thoughtfulness behind that, and that's also been beautiful. But yeah, I'll, just, I'll stick with the castle. For All now. right, the castle, the blow-up <laughs> pink and purple castle with ivy growing up the sides. Yes. All right. Thank you for all your wonderful answers. Mm-hmm. Now let's move on to food, food, food. Okay. This is, I introduced this in the last episode. This is for holiday. These are, this is going to be a holiday um, question replacing laugh out loud. So, Annika, what is your favorite Christmas meal? Like, okay, no, no, no. No, I got you. Because, um, yeah, definitely, like I said, Mexican food. But then we actually have another tradition. We get all of our Christmas wear out, silverware, Christmas mugs. There's these little, like, mistletoe um 
like Napkin. cases that hold your napkins oh, in yeah. that are like little rings and that's always fun to get out and then we have our Christmas breakfast which includes mom's casserole which some people don't like casserole it's always casserole casserole and lasagna and I'm always like well it's because you haven't tried my mom's casserole it's because you haven't tried my mom's lasagna <laughs> and and they're like yeah well I'll never like it and then they come try it and they're like oh my gosh and it's so good so we have her casserole and we have we've called them sticky buns but I've learned other people call oh, them oh yeah monkey Go- bread rolls yeah so there's other names for them we call them sticky buns which they're so good they're delicious oh. um and then yeah just we have ham that morning as well breakfast ham. and also I talked about this I think I talked about this in the last episode I didn't but every year we ask for a certain type of cereal and we have that as like a mm-hmm. we have that we have cereal that as, first as first breakfast <laughs> then we have second breakfast uh-huh. which is what she was explaining yep Second breakfast, we're hobbits now, apparently. But, um, <laughs> what about 11Zs? Anyway, so, yeah, that's been, that's the best Christmas meal. Alright. That concludes the 10th, oh wait, sorry. Sorry, I gotta say, I gotta say thank you to you before I do that. <laughs> so, nice. Well, thank you so much for letting me interview yeah, you. To you let too. you guys know, we've been trying to get this and it hasn't worked. <laughs> but I got it. I got her on here. Okay, we got it, guys. We did it. And it's a Christmas and Disney special. Woo-hoo! So Best I think, friend. yeah, she's really happy about that. So thank you so much for letting thank me you interview too. you. That was so fun to talk to you. All right. That concludes the 10th episode on Shell Little Happiness. The quote for this episode is... The best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear from (laughs) Elf. If you guys haven't seen Elf, (sighs) (laughs) go watch it. Go watch it. (laughs) Um, But it's so funny. Yeah, that's the quote from Elf. That's all for this Disney Christmas special. Tune in next Wednesday for another Christmas, the last, the last Christmas special. See you next time. Bye.